Welcome to the Musa Stories Podcast, delivering short, compelling stories designed for children to discuss with their parents and for parents to discuss with their children. Hello, moms and dads. If you like the podcast, please tell your friends and spread it around so we could spread around Musa in a delightful way. Now, hello, kids. The Musa story that I am going to tell you for Pashas Re'eh is about eating. Why does a Yid eat? Because the food is yummy? No. The food you eat can be yummy, and on Shabbos and Yom Tov, the food must be yummy. But that's not why a Yid eats. Tzadik oichal l'soiva nafsho. A tzadik eats, and all Yidin are tzadikim, a tzadik eats just to fill his soul so he can be strong and healthy to serve Hashem. When you think during a regular weekday lunch, I'm eating this meal to be strong and healthy to learn more Torah, or to be strong and healthy to help my mother, or strong and happy to behave well in school, all of that is Avedas Hashem. So the eating and drinking becomes a mitzvah. Like the Torah says in this week's Parshas Re'eh, Eat in front of Hashem. Your eating should be in front of Hashem, meaning with Hashem in mind. Look, kids, if you eat without thinking, you won't get a mitzvah. But if you eat and think why, your meal becomes a mitzvah. And because you are thinking, you will more likely say your brachas correctly. And because you are thinking, you won't come to stuff yourself. Children, Never stuff yourself. It's a Musar Avera. And lastly, because you are thinking to serve Hashem, you won't be so fussy about your food. You see, you don't have to eat food that you don't like. But what happens if you like it, just it's not your favorite? A tzaddik will eat it anyhow. Because again, we don't eat because the food is yummy. We eat in order to feel satisfied and strong to serve Hashem. Now, here's the story. It's a true story that happened around about 1942 in Yerushalayim. The boy's name was Gamliel Batelman. Some parents might recognize that name. He grew up to be the beloved principal of Hadar Tzion, the cheder on Rehov Yechezkel. I knew Rav Gamliel Zatzal, and he told me the story himself. When Gamliel was a boy, he lived in a section of Yerushalayim called Meyesharim. On the way, walking to Cheder, he would pass through a shuk, the Meisharim shuk, a food market in Meisharim. It's still there today, next to the Cheder building. The Cheder is called Torah Vayira. The boys have recess on a flat roof of the Cheder building. There is a tall fence all around the roof, but you can look out between the cracks. Now, a lot of poor families send their boys to that school, Especially back in those days, almost all of the families were poor. What do poor kids do for sweets or candy? They eat sweet fruit. Apricots, for example. You know that fuzzy orange fruit called apricot? Well, for Gamliel and his friends, they were treats. Now, what do poor kids do for toys? They make up toys from free things. Here's an example. Apricot pits. 
In the center of each apricot is a hard-shelled pit, or seed. Gamliel and his friends consider those pits as toys. Each apricot comes with a free toy inside, the pit. There is even a special name. The apricot pits are called ajuim, and the boys use them like marbles. The boys would save and collect ajuim and trade them and win them in games, or lose them in games. It was all free fun. The trouble was that the apricots weren't in season all year round, meaning they would only ripen and come to the market in the summer months. So for most of the year, you could not buy apricots and you could not add to your ajuim collection. All the boys knew when the season was coming. The weather was getting warmer and soon the apricots would be back in season. So yummy, so fun. Every day, the boys would walk past the shuk, looking to see, have the apricots arrived today from the fields? Did the grocer put the apricots out for sale? One day, the boys were out on the roof during recess, playing as usual, when one boy shouted, Hamish machine, higil lashuk, apricots have arrived at the market. All the playing stopped, and the boys ran and crowded at the fence, looking down over the shuk me'esharim. And sure enough, down below was a wagon full of boxes and cartons of fuzzy orange apricots. They were being unloaded to be sold by the grocer man. When Cheda was over that day, the market was busy, but Gamliel didn't have any coins to buy even one apricot. He came home and he told his mother with excitement, Hamish Mishim, Higiu Lashuk! The apricots arrived today. Mama, can I have some coins so I can go buy some apricots? Mrs. Bottleman, Gamliel's mother, was a great tzaddikis, and she trained her children to be tzaddikim. And this is what she said with a shtickle of frown on her face. Shechem b'ni chashko nafshoi. Did you hear what she said? She said, Shechem b'ni chashko nafshoi. Shechem, my son, his sole desires... Now, in order for you to understand this Musr she was giving to her son, Gamliel, you need to know a little bit about the Dina story. It's from Pasha's Vayishlach. Dina was Yaakov Avinu's only daughter, and she was kidnapped by an ugly Goyesha Russia man named Shechem. Shechem wanted her because she looked pretty to him. He had a strong cheshek and asked his father to help him to get married to her. So Shechem's father went out to talk about it with Yaakov Avinu and his sons, who are Dina's brothers. He told Yaakov that his son Shechem really likes the looks of Dina, and Yaakov must agree to give his daughter to Shechem for a wife. Now, liking the looks of a girl is not a good reason to marry her. It's just cheshek, desire for gashmias and having parties. But Shechem's father said that reason anyhow. He said, Shechem b'ni chashko nafshoi. Shechem, my son, his soul desires. And that's exactly the words that Gamliel's mother told Gamliel. Shechem b'ni chashko nafshoi. She was meaning, Gamliel, you are acting like that Goyesha Russia who does everything because of Cheshek, just because he has a desire for a good time. You, Gamliel, have the same desire for Mishmish.
for apricots. When Gamliel heard those sharp words of rebuke from his mother, he was ashamed of himself, and he walked off to do something else. The next morning, as Gamliel was getting ready to walk to Cheder, he checked what his mother had packed for him in his lunch. Gamliel opened his paper lunch bag, and he found with his lunch, Mishmish, two fuzzy orange apricots. This confused Gamliel, so he went and asked his mother, Mama, yesterday you told me, Shechem b'nichashkonafshoi, meaning it's bad to eat mishmish, and now you packed me two of them? Mrs. Bottleman explained, Gamliel, my son, if you remove Trumas and Miseris from the mishmish, from the apricots, and you, you know, that in Eretz Yisrael you need to take off Trumas and Miseris, and then you check them for worms, and you say a bracha, then it's okay to eat apricots. Aval asul But it's not okay to have a desire. If you will eat just because it's your desire, then you are acting wrongly like Shechem bet Russia. Now run along to Cheder or you'll be late. Gamliel learned this lesson and took it as a musr for the rest of his life. And when he grew up, he became the famous Harav Gamliel Batelman. And wherever he went, he told people about this musr. So we should take this musr for life also, Kinderlach. We only use food for Avoidas Hashem. For more stories, visit my website, our website, musarstories.com. Yeah, I'll be